The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. From the Philadelphia Eagles to the Kansas City Chiefs, a former University of Alabama standout, once known as the Mighty Mouse, number 29, Mark McMillan! And also we have Mr. B.N.E., the man in the middle. From the Philadelphia Eagles, Mr. Byron Evans. We some hard hitters, we some hard hitters. Put them up, tighten up, we some hard hitters. Mark McMillan, my man Byron Evans. He give you a reason to tune in every Friday evening. Ain't nobody leaving. If it's sports and finish, we're bringing the cutting edge. When it's sports season, greetings along. Show them how it's done. We're on forceamericasports.com. I like that, baby. I like that. That's a nice cut right there. Yep, I'm keeping it going. Mega Man Ike Griffin holding the four down inside hard hitting for Mark McMillan. And also, I mean, you guys hear him every week. Uh, of course, Byron's out there doing whatever he does. He does it well, but uh, he does it out in space. So we miss him every now and then. But <laughs> but Big J's here. And real That's quick. That's a big space for Byron. I, I, look, I, I was just trying to think of a song for me and you because, you know, Mark and Byron has we some hard hitters. I was thinking about we some big Eaters, we some big eaters, we some big eaters. I think, I think we like might buffets. Be, I think I think he, I think Byron might be in on that too. Hey, well, he's yeah. big. I stand next to him and I feel small. Yeah, I was next to and Byron I, when he came in, bro, and uh, uh, yeah, he he's a big guy. You're and you're a big dude too. Yeah, I'm only hey. six six, and, and he was right there with me. All right, well, let's just put this in perspective. I'm five ten, <laughs> so. <laughs> We uh we're uh we're filling in for Mark McMillan. He's uh out in Nashville. He's out in Nashville actually. Uh his uh his boy Kevin Turner is doing a golf event yeah. for ALS. Nice. And so he's got a nice event out there. Uh he just left this afternoon, so he kind of left us in charge over here. No worries, man. I like being in charge. I like driving the bus. If you want to get involved, hard hitting radio right now, eight 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 three four six nine one four four. If you're looking to hear Mark's voice, nope, I'm the Mega Man, Ike Griffin. I'm a Michigan State man. Uh we sent Nick to Alabama, so he, uh, Mark should be kissing my ass because we gave him the great one. Uh, every <laughs> championship, he should just come in and kiss my ring. It's Big Ten championship ring right here. Oh, that, that's that's shiny. Oh yeah, man. You know, it's all gold. You know that, how we do. We do it shiny. big. We do it big in the Big Ten. You know, we do it big time. Uh, and we got some guests that'll be stopping by. I know we were looking for uh, Gabe, right? Gabe, you you with us right now? Absolutely. I'm this right is my here. boy Gabe. He uh he's a part of Wild Nightclub in Scottsdale, Arizona. One of my good good friends. He's also he works in sports and he's uh kind enough. What's to Wild come Nightclub? In. Uh, it's a nightclub in Scottsdale. Gabe, why don't you uh? Fill What's us up, in? Gabe? On this Wild yeah. Nightclub? It's the the nightclub in the. Scottsdale. You know, not to confuse with A, not just any spot. <laughs> right, right. We opened up uh, last summer, and it's uh, all house music. Um, it's just a nightclub done right. Uh, you know, it's an upscale place, bottle service, monster DJs every week. Uh, you know, great staff, great service, good looking people everywhere, you know. They, they have, and, and I have 25 of the hottest girls in the city that work for me. But they have 
hands down one of the hottest staffs in any bar or club in this city. Don't I mean, me. I mean, let me tell you, card bartender. There are girls there. Um, and last week we had this tennis theme. Yeah. And all they the girls were in little tennis. Sc- no way. <sighs> Good night. Let me tell you. Hey, look, I, what, what, what's a guy got to do to get there on the uh, VIP list? Uh, how do I get my VIP card? How do I? How do we keep this action going, baby? Sounds like you got some athletes coming through too, Gabe. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Every week we're we're well connected. A lot, uh, me and uh, a couple of our staff members. Uh, you know, we've become friends with uh, with a lot of the athletes that roll through, and so you'll you'll see a familiar face every week or two in there. Did, didn't uh, we have some Atlanta Braves in there last night? That we did. We had a couple of the guys rolling in uh, through town, and and so uh, they're good friends with uh, Justin Massey, one of our bartenders. Right, right. They stopped in to say hello. Okay, uh, what do you think when you when you start looking around, man, and you got all these freaking reality shows, uh, you know, Vegas, Hollywood, New York, Jersey. What's the deal, dude? When are we gonna get a reality show doing something sweet, doing us showing Arizona, Phoenix as a spot? We're, the, we're this little place that, that people kind of vacation to, but people don't really know about. But I, I tell you, give give people two weeks in Scottsdale, and they'll be like, oh, my goodness, this should be a TV show. I know, that's just right. The, the people here, and it's just, it's uh, it's a party nonstop. Uh, it's entertainment left and right. Um, and it's if you want to do some people watching, it, it's endless entertainment in this town. So uh, I can't imagine that it's too far away. I mean, it's, it's, it writes itself out here. My, my company, EventVibe.com, we promote usually one or two nights a week at Wild Night. Yeah. And a lot of that time, I'm actually standing out front with Dan and uh, Justin and just watching Everything that goes on outside because we got we had a bird's eye view of everything. We're right. on the corner, right. so we got missed a, bo- a half a block down the way. We got Joe, we got uh, Joe's Pizza and Gus's Pizza. We got El Jefe up the street. So oh, I know right where you are. We, we are right in the center of that, and we can see everything that's going. They just need to have a camera panning down onto that <laughs> corner. Let me tell you, and just let it go, right? They, and you know what? They need a mic on Dan because that dude. <laughs> He's hilarious. Gabe, you know, this dude is hilarious. So I'll tell you what, staff's got something big tomorrow. What you got coming up, baby? What you got coming up, Gabe? Oh, we got Data Life. There, uh, there's a big music festival out tomorrow at the Wet n' Wild out in Glendale. Yeah. Uh, and the headliner is uh, big uh, DJ duo Data Life, and so we have the after party. Nice. Um, if, if you're looking for a place where, where it's just going to be bottles left and right and just chaos, uh, tomorrow night's going to be the place. We're all really, really excited and and a little fearful for just what might turn out. Uh, there's uh, there's a lot of hype and a lot of energy for it tomorrow. Should be should be really exciting. I actually was uh, I I went out to the venue earlier today. Uh, mm-hmm. I met with uh, Steve Thatcher, the guy who runs Wet Electric. First of all, whew, man, that place is far, far, yeah. Gabe. <laughs> just be ready, like. <laughs> And they they build they're building this stage. My good friend uh, Damian Sanders, who do, used to do all the club rubber parties in Vegas and Orange County and stuff, uh, he's building the stages. And we were out there checking out where the uh, we're gonna have our girls dancing out there doing the go go dancing nice. thing. And um, it's gonna be it's gonna be a really good setup. It is gonna be triple digits tomorrow, so it's gonna be hot. What do you do, Gabe? I mean, do you guys have a pool out there? Or are you just mixing it up? What's happening? Well, tomorrow for the uh, for the day festivities uh, for Wet Wild, it's it's at the water park. Right. Everybody else will be able to get a chance to, to cool off. I'll be behind the bar there, uh, slinging some drinks, sweating your booty uh, off. <laughs> at Wild Night, we just we just blast on the AC and 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 start pounding out the drinks. 
the music and the drinks. So it's a, it's a good time. There's no need for a pool at night. Well, you know, I got to ask you, man, how freaky does it get up in there, man? Because I like to get my freak on, dog. I don't just like to come drink. I like to do my thing. You know, when I leave there, I like to be uh, fully uh, taken care of. But yeah, you'll enjoy our environment then. Let me put it down. That's my man. Hey, we'll, 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 take, we'll definitely take care of you. Yeah, and I mean, especially if you got there, would you, Jay? What's that? Get him in there, would you? I got it. I got this. Man, when the mega this. when the Mega Man comes, you're gonna know I'm hitting it gay because I'm gonna be six six, two hundred and fifty pounds of just straight raw iron walking through there. Yeah, well, he, and the seas will, see will part, baby. The, the seas will part and the, the X forty nine will walk through the door blinging gold and having fun. Uh oh. You're, you're uh-oh. talking to a Niner fan right here. Uh, oh no. shoot. Here we go. I'm good here now. Go. I gotta be good now. Here we Absolutely. go. You know, I I played with some of your favorite guys, Ronnie Lott, Roger Craig. Joe Montana, come on! Absolutely, Ronnie Lott. <laughs> I oh, man, back. see, I, I, I don't know what Jay just walked himself into here, but uh, we hey, can go I'm on cool. I'm cool. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not a Cardinal fan, so I'm cool with the 49ers. I'm a Bronco, so I'm just chilling over here. <laughs> we won't even get into that, bro. Nah, nah, not right now. We won't even get into that. I mean, there's a lot of football news, though. Right, what you got? Well, I mean, the schedule come came out. You know, that was kind of a big thing. Everybody gets. I to wouldn't see. want to be a giant. I wouldn't want to be, I wouldn't want to be a giant. I wouldn't want to be, I'll tell you what, thank God we got Peyton Manning because if we still had Tim Tebow next year, we win four games. It'd be brutal. We have the second toughest schedule. Giants have the first. We have the second. And I looked at the Cardinal schedule and it's funny because all these Cardinal fans, sorry guys, all these Cardinal fans out here are like, Oh, I love the schedule. We have this. We have that. One of my boys, Kevin Phillips, we're going to be 11 and five, blah, blah. You're going to probably Kevin no one of one of Kevin Cobb. Kevin Cobb's a quarterback. Eleven and five. Okay. No, he didn't say that. One of my friends, Kevin Phillips, did. And I'm looking at the schedule, and they might lose five games in December. That's what I say. I got them at maybe eight and eight, seven and nine. I have them. I I, w- I would be cool with seven and nine. You know, I I don't. I don't see them winning that division. Seattle got better. Everyone got better in that division. Every everyone got everyone got better in that division, and it, it it's not that the, the Cardinals I actually think are going to be better, but they're stuck in a situation uh, that schedule is brutal, brutal. I, I, Especially, I, I mean, they're pl- they're going to New York in December. They got Chicago coming in. Um, I I mean, just the everything that they. Everything is stacked up against them. Yeah, yeah. So, and, and, and we know they play good at home, obviously. On the road, they do have their problems. They did okay last year hitting the East Coast, but, you know, they always have problems going East. Well, and that first, you know, the first game in December is actually a 1 o'clock Eastern Standard Time game against the Jets. So that's, I mean. That, oh, yeah. So that's a morning game, basically. You can count that as a they, loss. Go, they go Jets, at Jets, at Seattle, then Detroit. Then Chicago and at San Francisco. If they're, they, they're if, losing. If they could come out of that there's thing, no right yeah, now. there's no gimmies. If they can come out of that, would you give me five games? Four, five games. If they, if they come out of that thing, two and three, they're okay. Let, let, let me tell you, I'm looking at the rest of their schedule, and if you go, they have a stretch where they play. They start out with Seattle, then they go uh, the Patriots at Patriots, and then the Eagles. Mm-hmm. Then they have a stretch that's doable: the Dolphins at St. Louis, Buffalo at Minnesota. Those games before December, San Francisco at Green Bay, at Atlanta. Damn. And then they have and then they have the Rams and then they go into that five game stretch. I mean, they might lose eight of their last nine games. And I'm not it's not that I don't have faith in them. That's going up against some really strong 
teams. And don't forget, too, and, and Gabe, jump in when you want to. I, I think the biggest thing that you have to look at with the Cardinals' schedule is obviously by the time they get to that uh, December run, uh, if you're out of it, guess what? It's pretty much a done deal. Oh, now, yeah. If they're still battling, you got a chance, but then you just get to that, you know, if we lose one, we're out type of mentality. Uh, and, and if they get to that, bro, it, it could be a real long year. This thing could be over before it even starts. I mean, just just looking at what they have and being in that division with everybody seemingly getting better. I don't know if you can say the Rams are got any better, but you know, yeah, I, I would say they got better. I mean, you got new staff, new things happening. Uh, Sam Bradford's got another year under his belt. Steven Jackson's still running the ball, picking up a couple wideouts. Yeah, are they getting better, big enough to make a run? Everybody kind of had them winning that thing. If Bradford well, last was year, healthy. yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. So they didn't fall off that quick. I think if everybody comes back in place. Uh, you got Jeff Fisher there now? Jeff Fisher yep. there. I mean, uh, the West is still weak, though, bro. I don't care what anybody says. The West is still weak to me. I mean, it, it, whoever can come in, get the quarterback play, usually wins the thing. Yeah, I mean, I think that, uh, I mean, right now, it's still, I think, San Francisco is is heads above everybody. I don't know if they're going to be 13-3 and three again this year. They play the first first place schedule. Um uh, the schedule's not that bad for San Francisco, but still, it, you're going to go 11 and five, 12 and four at best if yeah. Alex Smith finds a way to repeat what he did last year, which is definitely not um, a, a shoo-in. It's it's not a, a guarantee. Well, don't forget, uh, Gabe, with the additions, you know, hopefully now he's got some some speed to go deep with Randy, and then picking up Mario, and then picking up the Bruiser, Brandon Jacob. I, I agree, but uh, the accuracy problems with Alex Smith on any pass that goes beyond five yards is, is very questionable. You can put Jerry Rice up there if you want, but Jerry Rice can't can't stretch his bar, you know, his arms four feet. Did you see that catch, catch, Mario Monty? Did you see that catch, Mario Super Mario made the hey, Super yeah. Bowl? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> He's gonna need to make a bunch more. Pretty on the sidelines. What do you, as Forty ers What do you guys think of uh, of Michael Crabtree? I mean, underachiever. Yeah. Absolutely, underachiever. You, you've, he's shown the flashes of the talent of why we took him 10th overall and, and why we thought that was a steal at that point. Yep. The, the work ethic, he's never impressed anybody with his work ethic or his attitude or consistent play. It's, it's just not there. He shows a little flashes of it, but, but he has yet to tap in uh, to what his real potential is. And, and really, maybe it's unfair that, that they made him a one because he doesn't have the speed to be right. the guy who stretches the field. He's, he's more of a two. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I, the one there is Vernon Davis anyway. Oh, no doubt. Sure. You know, and I think last year in the playoffs and at the end of the season, he took a step that everybody's been waiting to see this dude take for two years. And I think that he takes that that next step next year to where he's all world. Well, like, now he's going to have help. I mean, it's all the opportunities for that offense yes. by sucking into safeties. Yes. And not only that, guys, I mean, think about it. With the, with that suck it in the safeties, now what happens when you get the speed on the outside, burning it, you got a nice running game with a, a nice a thunder and lightning with Gore and, and Jacobs in there. And now I have a feeling that uh, Vernon still stays number one, but I think he may take that step now because he has the additional weapons on the outside. To get him free. To get him even freer. And that's the mod. Randy, you want a guy who's going to stretch the field vertical? There's your there you guy. Go. I fir- still ran a four-three-five. They say when he was uh, yep. going through his tryouts. I firmly believe, 
You know, Randy Moss, from what I understand, he didn't sit out last year for football reasons. It was it was personal reasons why he had that year he did the year before, and then, you know, he kind of waited around a little bit. And, you know, because you just don't go from where Randy Moss was to being a, a compl- dis- you just disappeared. Yeah, yeah, he just disappeared. There was there was actual personal things that were going on in his life that he just needed to take care of. Not only that, don't forget Randy had stepped away from the game to be an owner of a race team. Yes. Uh, and if we all know anything about that, uh, very expensive. Uh, you go through money like oh, water. Yeah. So uh, uh, I think I'm going to go back and play one more year. We need money. I, I got this. I'm going to go back I and got play. This. I'm going to yeah, going through the same thing with his race company. Mm-hmm. You know, I think I think Randy Moss is, I think a lot of teams should have never slept on him. And I'm not saying he's going to come back and be like the year he scored 22 touchdowns, but I guarantee you he is going to change that offense, and they're going to have that burst that they didn't have last year, and I think he might be the one that helps make up for Alex Smith's deficiencies. Well, hopefully he's got he, he, respect will come in there too, and if Harbaugh... Obviously, he's got him on board. He can. He's buying into the dream and the vision already. So, obviously, he's got Randy's respect. And normally, if you look back down the the, the teams that he's played with, that's important. And you, you got to have some other leadership on that team to be able to bring Randy in. That might be the question I have. Vernon Davis can't reel him in. Right. You know, I don't know anyone else on that team that could reel him in. The only thing that will reel him in is winning. I think I think there's one player on that team that reels that whole Patrick team. Patrick Willis. Patrick Willis. Yeah. Patrick Willis. That dude. I loved him when he was at Ole Miss. He's a beast. And he's just watching him play. I, it I is like the, the whole linebacker core. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and and it's a young linebacking core, right? Mm-hmm. You know, oh, yeah. I yeah, mean, there with Brooks and and uh, and Harrelson back there, and yeah, absolutely, one of the best sets in the league right now. I would take it. I mean, that makes a, that makes a huge difference on that defense, and I I love watching Patrick Willis, and to me, it's it's really like watching a young Ray. Ah, you know, yeah, and, yeah. I was just about to make that comparison. That maybe he doesn't have the the outward personality. There you that go, Ray Dave. And I don't think anybody ever will again, just because right. Ray is Ray. But when it comes to to the type of leadership, the way that guys look to him, and obviously the ferocious play, he's he's right on par. You know, guys, a lot of talk right now going on with the NFL bounty. You know, a lot of still, um, I guess, uh, sanctions being handed down on that. One of the big questions that that I'm taking a look at, and I know NFL head coaches are taking a look at, is now you have a situation where Sean Payton is gone. You have an interim coach who will be interim interim. What if this thing works? What if New Orleans makes a run with so-called interim coaches? What does that actually say about the state of being a head coach? Am I worth five, six million? I got a feeling every NFL coach, head coach, is hoping that this experiment fails because if it works, why am I getting the big money? See, I, I kind of look at this a little bit a little bit differently. This 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 coaching staff has been together for a long time, mm-hmm. and they pretty much know everybody's insides and outs. And I think if there is a team that can pull this off without their head coach. This might be the team because on offense, Drew Brees is going to be running that. Mm-hmm. You got a defensive yeah, Drew coach. Drew Brees becomes one of your coaches. Yeah, he's one of your coaches. On defense, don't worry about it. You got Spags back there. 
He's got the defense covered. And I think that the, the funny thing is, is I actually think that the Saints, I think a lot of people are counting them out. And I think that's going to, I think that is going to play in their favor. I think his NFL head coach is counting them out and hoping they're out. I think that they're going to be fine. I think that they have a chance. Now, depending on how the players' suspensions go and who's out and this, I, I still, as of right now, I mean, I know we're April and before the draft, and I still have them winning the South. Why would you suspend players anyway? That that boggles my mind because um, you're only doing what you're told. Uh, I don't see where there should be any type of player suspension. I, I think the door should be closed. Let's go. You know, I, I personally think that... Roger Goodell, and Gabe, you and I have talked about this. He is a parent that is pissed off right now, and he is sending a message to his kids going down from the oldest kid down to the youngest kid, and everybody's gonna, is gonna take a little bit from this. I see maybe one, two game suspensions for players. Maybe somebody like Jonathan Vilma, though. You know, I guess he's kind of at the center of it. You might see four games. And, and, and let me give you a quick comment on that one. I've been in I've been in NFL locker rooms and 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 one thing that that really threw me off when Jonathan Jonathan Vilma came up and supposedly threw ten grand out there. If you go back and you understand the story, um, there were some underlying factors here where uh, one pr- uh, particular individual, ex NFL um, um, higher up, who was no longer with the league, uh, was working in conjunction with Sean Payton. Uh, sending emails, and this is how the league started to get wind of this bounty. Once this email came out, one of the numbers in that email was ten grand. I'm not so sure, and, and, and I'm giving you a, a, a version, my version. Coaches meeting. Uh, uh, Greg Williams meets with Jonathan Vilma on the slide. Says, "Listen, I think this will come. It'll be felt more from you as a player." I want you to say you're going to give out ten grand for the biggest hit or whatever. You're going to do it now. And, and Vilma goes, well, I'm not going to give out the ten. I don't have to. Give, don't worry about that. I got the ten grand. I got that covered. I, I, I'm just you just say it because I want it to come from. A, it's been coming from me. I want it to come from a player this time. And instead of what we usually do, you tell them you're going to put ten grand on the table. That's kind of what I feel because players just don't do it like that. Right. And, and I, I and I could. Coming from an ex-player like you, I mean that that makes a lot of sense, you know. And we just if anybody, I mean, we're cheap. I mean, we we're, we're real cheap with our money. I mean, let alone throwing ten grand out, ten grand out to one of my boys because as soon as my boy can, you got that ten grand, dude. You know I wasn't gonna give you that I ten just grand. Around. I was just trying to get you fired up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I could I could I could definitely see it being that way, especially since you know he. Williams has had track record with this on several teams, not just one, you know, and it's it's going to be really interesting when they do start laying out the suspensions for the players. I bet you at dinner there are no suspensions on the players. You think? I bet you at dinner. I'll tell you why. Because the way it's broken down, yes, everything came from the top. I, I, I agree. I, I like your, 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 your idea of, you know, big kids all the way down to the little kids, but if it's me as a grown man, I'm going and saying, whoa, 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 whoa. You suspended me for what? Well, because of the hit. Well, I didn't get a flag. There was nothing. If you go back through those hits, there's nothing intentional or dirty. So my thing comes back with 
everything was clean. But over here in my organization, the boys at the top, the Greg Williams, they gave me extra money for doing my job. I mean, I didn't go out to get the extra money. I just happened through the course of my job be the person that won the spiff. I got you. Why that's am, a great point. Why, yeah, that's a why, great why point. am I in trouble? All, the, all I did was my job, and, and I got a little extra spiff for it. I'm in trouble? See, this, I, I, I don't see it. There was no ex- extracurricular activity. There were no... Uh, crazy flags from from excessive hits in that game. Well, they show. I mean, I mean you see a lot of hits. Emails and all the communication. Yep. Yeah, you see a lot of those hits. They've showed them. You know, a lot of them are in the context of the game. They're a little bit hard. How, you, little, how are you going to find just, me? What are you finding me that's for? That's aggressive play. What are you suspending me for? Because you heard I got the spiff. I mean, come on. Well, the NFLPA is they're, they're the one that they, the union needs to get out on that and be like, well, they're the ones that need to be like, whoa, 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 Hold and, and they will, and, and they will. Yeah. D. Morris will be he he all over that. I think I think he's got that, and I think that that is one. Of, honestly, I think that may be one of the reasons why nothing has gone down with the players yet, because they're trying to figure out. And if you, in case you don't remember, Roger Goodell threw this in uh, D. Morris's uh, is it his lap. He said, "What would you do? What do you think is fair?" I also think that they wanted to take a look at the situation. And put it through their rigors before the commissioner made a decision. And I think after seeing all the things that we saw, uh, the only thing that they were worried about, don't touch my players. After the, you know, after you see that, uh, hey man, we can't say to coaches. It, it, we can't look at this. I mean, it, it's well, you know what? There kind of has to be, and and I, I'm going to get to this: the Sean Payton thing and his basic banishment from the NFL. There's got to be fall guys for this. And it 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 looks like it it's going to be the coaches. What do you mean? You know, what as, do you mean, fall guy? As far as these are the guys that are going to take the hardest suspensions, and maybe the players are going to get off. Like you say, you know, they they have reason to be like, why you suspended me? Right. You know, and this could be why th- th- they may already be thinking this in the NFL offices, and this could be why it's so harsh on Sean Payton. Somebody has got to take the fall for this and take it hard. Well, because don't forget, this commissioner hates to what? Be lied to. Yes, absolutely. And that, I, I got to be honest, I, I figured that Sean Payton would be, he would not be able to have contact with his saints. Well, you, you saw know? that's why they, they, they got him out of there because he was expecting to go to his, his appeal and grab a little bit more time so he could be involved in the draft. Yep. Commissioner said, bullshit, dude, you suspended. You got nothing to do with this draft. <laughs> and now he can't talk. He can have absolutely zero contact with anybody. But you heard this, Gabe. Did you hear this, that uh, Sean Payton and his wife uh, were going through some problems. Sean was uh, allegedly uh, kind of <laughs> cheating on her down there in New Orleans. Uh, she, she took the family and moved to Dallas. Now... Sean immediately, when all this stuff broke out, he was in this this little fervor going on with the wife and the family. Immediately buys a house home in Dallas. Now, remember where Sean Payton came from? You Parcells boy down there. Now, I haven't quite connected the dots, but it just seems real logical that maybe because Payton is out. He has this year to kind of do some things. 
your buddy uh, Jason Garrett does not have the great year that Jerry Jones wants him to have. <laughs> Out goes Jason. In comes uh, uh, Sean. Why? Because his wife, if you want this family to stay together, Sean, you are not going back to New Orleans and be no damn head coach. You better figure out how to get something done here in Dallas. And I got a feeling if she throws the gauntlet down, gentlemen, um, he'll be the Dallas coach if Sean, uh, if Jason Garrett falls off. I- I'm just saying. It's not, uh, it's not out of the realm of possibilities. The, the power of the wife is extraordinary in sports. Yeah, and it's definitely. not talked about enough because no. guys, and, and you'll love this, Gabe. You know, my my thing is when I come back uh, as, in the next life, I want to come back as a super beautiful girl, <laughs> and my mission is to find one of the richest athletes on this planet and be their baby's mama. That is the easiest, best gig on this planet. Then you better just settle your booty in Scottsdale because there's a bunch (laughs) of them already in that role. No, no. I want to be the super pretty when they come after me, and then I get the one I want. You want to be be the Giselle Bunchen. Exactly. And go after the Tom Brady. Now, look, I don't even need to be making money. I just need to have a a magic box that that does what it needs to do uh, (laughs) and, and work on that magic stick so I can get that money. I mean, think about it, guys. I mean, right now, you know, when you go across, and I know you'll love this, Gabe, you know, the athletes and, and, and the women and the things that are going on, that personal life thing really affects, and I'll say this, uh, I made a, a nice ton of money on the Chicago-Miami game on this premise <laughs> right here when they were in Chicago. Uh-huh. The night before, I'm listening to iHeartRadio. And I'm listening to one of the Chicago State, because I'm going to give you one of my tricks. I'm going to give you one of my tricks. I listen to whoever I'm going to bet with and wherever they're going to go play, I listen to that city station. And I listen to what they're going to do. Gabe, you'll love this. And Mm -hmm. they threw a party. Dwayne Wade and LeBron James threw a party in Chicago the night before the Chicago game. Okay, I know Chicago, just like you know your club, Gabe. Mm-hmm. When those guys showed up, if it wasn't but for five minutes, they walked out of there with three folks on their arm. Okay, I promise you that when they went back to the hotel, it was party time. And now you got to come back and play a game. Of course, I put my money on Chicago to win. Yeah, there wasn't no 11 p.m. curfew like that. Yeah, no way. No. So my point being, if you ever want to get a little trick on, on the team you're going to bet, listen to the city that they're going to go to. And you'll hear the station talking about when they come to town, if they're doing anything. Now, if the station's quiet, eh, you got to go with your heart and your gut. But if you hear parties and they come into town to do this, bet on the home team because they're going to be too partied out to win that uh-huh. game. And, and, and I got road. a you don't good party at home. Right. I got a exactly game. You party on the road. And I know when you party on the road, you're right. When the cat's away. Hey, prime example play. of that. Prime example of that. A couple months ago, the Lakers were here to play the Suns. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Now, Gabe. Come on. Let me hear you that. know what I'm talking about. You got Kobe and Luke Walton and I can't and I think Powell 
all partying at one of the other clubs no. in Scottsdale. No way. And they're sitting in the club. Clubs close at two. Yeah. They're still drinking at three. In the clubs, drinking guitars, or guitars, cigars, and, and drinking. just having a good time. So they got a game, and it wasn't a night game. It was a day game the next, you yeah. know. And what happened? I don't know. Tell me. A little sluggish. A little sluggish. Suns won the game. Everybody's like, right we there. beat the Suns. We beat the Lakers. We beat the Lakers. Guys, I gave you my little little secret. All you did was co-sign and confirm yep. that it, it works, bro, because that's when the kids are going to play. They're going to play when mama can't see them. Well, mm-hmm. yeah, well, Vanessa wasn't around, so Kobe was. <laughs> now, do you really? Now, I got to give Kobe huh? and those guys props. What? Because at that time. They were smoking Cubans? No. Oh. At that time, uh, uh, Gabe and I, we actually had a friend that had passed away, and we were holding a, uh, uh, like a charity event for him. Yeah. And Kobe signed a bottle of Crown Royal and a couple other things that were actually raffled off. Oh, nice. So in I the midst. Uh, yeah, great. he did. He did. In the midst of them effectively making sure they lost the game, he was <laughs> making things right and helping things here in Phoenix. So I do got to give Kobe some credit yeah, I for give that. props on that, man. That's good stuff. But uh, I go back. Uh, if you just keep an eye on what the guys do out of town, normally they'll let you know where to put your money. That's See, it, a lot of the guys, especially the NBA guys, they'll come in and they'll play the Suns. That after the game. A lot of times they'll throw a party. Like CP3, he threw a party at one of the clubs after, after, yeah, the, after game. the game. Um, let's see. There, there are a couple other teams that have done. Memphis did it. How does you know? that work, guys? How's that, Gabe? And how's that work when, when is your promoters putting these things? Because I know these guys don't have time to call you up and go, "Hey, Gabe, AJ, let's do a party." Uh, who is this? LeBron James? Uh, no, they don't. Play LeBron. You, who is this? You usually have a, a connection with somebody. Contact. Yeah, okay. we have contacts, and then every, everything just gets put together that way. Okay. Okay. Now, on, on a scale of one to ten. How often is that happening when the guys come in town? This is a party place for them? I mean, Scottsdale is a place that they know that they can come and have a good time. And that, discreetly. That, yeah. For the yeah. most part, yeah, discreetly. For and the most part, yeah. To, uh, when it comes to especially uh, basketball and baseball guys, kind of word's gotten out that, uh, that this is a fun town. And, and so guys, when they're, when they're coming here from the road, uh, they kind of look forward to coming here. You know, and people like me and Gabe and some of the other ones in the club, we also do a very good job of making sure a lot of these things stay discreet. Gotcha. Yeah. You know, we don't go putting people's business out there right. and, and things that's, like that. I mean, that's priority number one. Exactly. That's prior. That's that's top priority right there. And that's why they keep coming back here and coming to us and going, hey, let's do this. Can we do this? You know, and, you know. You know what? They're all just normal dudes, man. Yeah, and when you talk about it, man, when you talk about the party scene, obviously, you know, the triangle, uh, you know, you start looking at uh, L.A., you look at uh, Phoenix, and Vegas. you look at Vegas. Yep. Uh, mm-hmm. What do you think, guys, when you when you throw us in that mix, you know, even though you got Tinseltown and all that out in, in, in Hollywood, how do you rank us? What do you think we are as a party town? Personally, me, I feel like we are second to Vegas. Because I, I see some of the parties mm-hmm. that go on in L.A. Yeah. Um, yeah, they have the glitz, the glamour, the red carpet, the this, the that. But they, 
they got to be on their P's and Q's when they're in L.A. Mm-hmm. Because there's paparazzi everywhere gotcha. and paying mm-hmm. attention. They come out here, they can kind of let loose here. It's almost like, like a job back in, in L.A. Yeah, I mean, I, I really, even if it's, you know, somebody coming in from out of town, if Houston's in town or San Antonio's in town, you're on the clock. Mm-hmm. And no matter where you are in that city, you're on the clock and you better watch what you're doing. But when you come here, I'd say we're second to Vegas. Because Vegas is very good at keeping hush hush on yeah. athlete and celebrity things, but there's nothing. There's no reason to go to Vegas. No, no team travels to Vegas. There's yeah, no that's as far as athletes and stuff. I, we're ahead. You're exactly good right, point, Gabe. Gabe. A very good point. We, when it comes to the athletes, we're probably number one. Wow. Yeah. Hey, I mean, yeah, I, what about this though? I, I know Dallas is up there too. Yeah. They they yeah. get some really good parties and they have some good things with the athletes down there. Um, I, I'd say those are probably two of the cities. You know, you, you would think South Beach yeah. and L.A., oh, yeah, yeah. but South Beach has the same problems that L.A. does. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know, real surface glitz, uh, the yep. paparazzi everywhere. What about these guys and gals, the the Ray J's, the the Kim Kardashians out here, guys? <laughs> that you know, they get, they make a lot of money just coming to the party. I mean, how's that thing work? Obviously, I know as an athlete, you make a few dollars, you hang out, sign some autographs, get the hell out of there, but. I mean, these guys are making a living, you know, just going to the party. It's funny you say that because just a couple weeks ago there was a there was an actually it was last week there was an article on how much people make it for just appearance fees. Yeah. And for Kim Kardashian to come into your club, and this was I think her 2011 price, so I don't know what her 2012 price was. Just for her to walk through the door, 125 grand. Just to walk in the door. But e, but e, but e, but e, 125 grand. 125 grand. How do you get that gig? Oh, you got to do Ray J. I don't want that gig. <laughs> or you got to you got to have an ass like her. Everything comes with a price. Yeah, yeah I mean, on that one. <laughs> I mean, you know, she's and she's in that whole athlete sector thing too. 125. Gabe, now, I, and you guys both know this, but I, I, what size club do I have to have? To have somebody like that, because right off the bat, I just up front it 125 grand. Where do I make my money back? Vegas. The, the bottle Vegas. Service. It's got to be Vegas. The bottle service. Vegas, L.A., Miami, New York. Got yeah, that's it. That that's it. She's not. Maybe, she's not. Maybe Chicago can pull that off. Yeah. Other than that, it, it's just overwhelming, isn't it? I mean, yeah. if somebody tried to pull something off with her out here, you're Would probably you're, you're probably. I, one, I don't a, think so. There's not a demand for her. Pull that off. Yeah. You know why? Because I think, I think, you know, it, it's so superficial out here. It, and Scottsdale think they as fine as Kim Kardashian. I, I will, I, 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 you know, as what, much as Kim Kardashian. I will say this. I will test to that. I will say this. We have our own Kim Kardashian. Oh, we out got here. a ton of them. We oh, yeah. have our own. I mean, you, let me, you put the Event Vibe Girls and the Wild Night Girls together. There you go. Uh, I, I want to be in that event right there. Look, I grew up. I grew up in Southern California, in Orange County. Went to school up in, in Los Angeles. I've been to a lot of different places. Uh, Scottsdale may not be very big, but when it comes to the concentration and the quality, beautiful females out here, and the quality of it, uh, it's it's up there with anyone. I'll tell you, it's ridiculous out here. But here's the part that gets me, man. And 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 as a guy, I think we all can kind of talk about this. I don't know about you, but I'd be lying my ass out there now. Yeah, yeah, I'd be lying. You know why? Let me tell you why. Let me tell you why. Because I know I'm looking at you. I know you guys probably heard this, but I know that's a weave. I know you just got 
a, a, a makeup job. <laughs> I your know lips those done. eyelashes not real. Those definitely not your lips. I know you paid for your titties. Okay. I, I mean, mm-hmm. there's a lot of fake going on with you. So why I gotta be honest? <laughs> I mean, that well, is definitely one way I mean, to look. Why at I it. gotta be? Why come I can't lie a little bit to get what I want? Because you got all that on to get me to give you what I got. But when you take all that off, or if I met you in your natural state, I might not want to have nothing to do with you. There, you there, just hood, hoodwinked me. There's one good reason why we can't do that. What? Yeah, it's called Google. Well, you know, <laughs> before you, be a real a, a real on, player on, on the uh, how far you deviate. But see, a, a real player, I'm gonna pick a cool name. So, so when the, and I'm gonna kind of look like him. So when they go Google me, oh, yeah, that's my man. That's him. Oh, See, yeah. I'm looking across the way right now, and he's got the nice sunglasses on. He's got the hey, bling and ring. He's this. a big no, dude. No. Watch this. Hershel Walker. <laughs> I'm Hershel Walker. Yeah, he kind of got and it. And they go pull up Hershel. Yeah, that's yeah, him. That's him. That's, that's him. him. <laughs> oh, sh- let me tell you a quick story, exactly. dude. You're going lo- to love, love this. You're going to love this. You're going to love this. Now, uh, we're up in Detroit. We go over to the uh, ballet over in Windsor. And the ballet is all new dancing. So I, me and another buddy, we're in there having our fun, doing our thing. And uh, the owner comes over and he says, uh, you Herschel Walker. And I just kind of look at him. He says, I know you Herschel Walker. And I just kind of look at him. Now I got my buddy here and he picks up on it right away. So he knows when this happens, forget being who I am, go into the game. So he <laughs> acts like he's my manager. And he says, hey, listen. Herschel really don't want nobody to know he's here. He's trying to keep everything low key. The guy comes back and he says, Herschel, come on. We go up to the VIP room. Now, at this time, uh, I don't know if you guys remember, it was a lady or porn star by the name of Vanessa Del Rio. I mean, just cold blooded. I mean, just cold. I mean, boy, the things she could do. So uh, I'm up in the room. Next thing I know. The owner's bringing Vanessa Del Rio up to meet Herschel. And let's just say the evening turned out rather nice. And to this day, the owner still thinks I'm Herschel Walker. Does he not know that Herschel Walker is not 6'6"? Man, he didn't know nothing. To get, it Apparently. was just dark enough <laughs> that I looked like Herschel. And I rolled with it because the next thing I know, I'm right there with Vanessa Del Rio. And uh, that was a dream come true. I'll tell you what, <laughs> sitting here in the light, when you say that, I can see it. See? I can it, see it. Now that you fit, it, you see how it can work. And if I'm sitting down, okay, now, once I move, it's too late. It, I mean, it, it was a beautiful <laughs> thing, bro. So, uh, listen, Gabe, if you see Denzel in the club, uh, <laughs> you know, you know, uh, uh, Wesley Snow, I'm a little tall for Wesley. Uh, you know, you can see, I might be any celebrity. Tax problems no, you, don't, you don't want Wesley. Yeah, yeah you don't want to be Wesley. That yeah. That's right, I'm in People trouble. People will be like, he escaped bro, from jail? I'm in trouble. <laughs> he escaped? Wesley Snipes escaped. <laughs> hey, listen, man, let's take a quick time out. We're hanging out, having some fun with the guys. Uh, Ike Griffin, the Mega Man, hanging out with Gabe. Gabe, Gabe what's that club again, man? Because I hear Wild Night. Wild Night. Mm-hmm. And then I got my main man, Jay, pumping it up, doing what he does real well. Just about uh, 10 minutes, top of the hour. You got it locked into the finest world leader when it comes to real, live, original talk. It's known as Voice America around the world, 14 years doing this. Uh, and we got another 14, 15, 20, 30, 50, who knows? Nah, 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 We're right there. We'll We're probably right try that. We'll be right back. 
internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. When it comes to youth and high school football, listen each week to Coach Al Gross at First and Ten Football. Coach covers vital topics relating to the latest trend on a national level. Join Coach as he interviews personalities from the NFL, NCAA, and the top high school coaches from around the country. Catch all the interviews and get in-depth information online at www.firstand10football.com. Your national resource for youth and high school football. First and Ten Football airs Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Sports. Are you a real sports fan? Get ready to talk football and anything else sports with Kwame Lasseter, formerly with the Arizona Cardinals, San Diego Chargers, and St. Louis Rams. Kwame's got the experience, so he's prepared to talk sports with you every week on Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk. It's on the Voice America Sports Network every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern Time. Get ready for unpredictable fun and sometimes a sarcastic look at the world of sports. That's Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. Ready for in-your-face sports? Want to talk about the topics that nobody else is willing to talk about? Either because they're too scared to touch them or just don't think it's the way to go. You're not going to be shy here. Tune in to Here's the Deal with Mega and Steel, featuring Ike Mega Griffin and Sydney Steel Justice. We've got the facts to back up the talk and invite you to join us every Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern, just before the weekend on the Voice America Sports Channel. We tell it like it is. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. We some hard hitters, we some hard hitters. You're listening to Hard Hitting Radio with Mark McMillan and Byron Evans. To get your voice in on the discussion, call right now, toll free to 1-888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or you can get to Mark by email. Drop an email to mark at markmcmillansports.com. Now, back to Hard Hitting Radio. Back in the house, you know how we do it, hard-hitting radio right here on Voice America, world leader. Just about, uh, ten almost, just about 10 minutes till the top of the hour. we got about 12 minutes to kind of blast off. I kind of like this, man. You guys always talking football and NFL, and, you know, Mark likes to go back and, and freaking, uh, you know, just just reminisce and next thing i know is his eyes are closed and he rubbing his thigh <laughs> you, you, you ever rub a dog in the right place and that little leg just start going boy you catch mark at the right time when he reminisces man that leg just be going so today it's a little looser folks out there if you tuned in all around the world uh we're talking partying man we're talking partying it's friday uh happy hour across this country i know it so uh what the hell we're talking about having fun big party this weekend i'm still trying to figure out how i can get in but at the same time it's going to be a gang banger uh, Maybe I shouldn't say that one. Uh, but it, it's going to be a game changer. Be a, a game changer. There you go. That's the word I'm looking for. A game changer, not a gang banger. <laughs> hey, I'll tell you what. There's a lot of stuff going on this weekend. Not only is Wet Electric going on, you have... 
Pats runs going on for yeah. the Pat Tillman Foundation. You have the ASU spring football game. Sorry, I know Byron doesn't like to hear that, but because he's from that other school down south. And but we have that spring game, and then the Braves are in town playing the Diamondbacks. So nice. they got they got a game. Um, uh, what else? Oh, there's a tattoo convention going on in Mesa. Like this wow. city is full of stuff right now. So. Um, I mean, I, in my eyes, it. where else would you want to go, bro? I mean, for real. I mean, we got the Miamis and that, but think about it. Nah, this is it. Well, this would is you it. Go? In in my eyes, you know, we talked about all the things that are going on this weekend, but in my eyes, the big thing that's going on is Patron for the Pat Tillman Foundation, and uh, it's it's. Uh, one of the biggest events that happens, you know, definitely in the East Valley. In fact, this year they actually sold out wow. at 20, 28,000 runners. Wow. Nobody else could sign up. And that, that number was reached, wow. you know, a while ago. And, uh, 28,000 gonna be 28,000 people in Tempe. And these are folks from all over. These are folks from all over. Wow. And I actually am not going to be able to run it this year. I sprained my foot. I thought it would actually be better. It's not getting anybody. Wink, wink. You had a game. Wink, wink. But, <laughs> he just I told us he walked the whole oh, 27 miles. I just walked the whole area. Oh, no, I gave me, uh, 32 miles. Oh, no, that area is not that big. That's not that big. I did volunteer, handing out packets and things like that oh, for everybody who signed, what signed a up. Guy. It's Jay too much. You just hey, too kind. Anybody who's involved with ASU wants to be in this. Um, Gabe is actually going to be doing Pat's run tomorrow. Right so on. I'm not tell, even an ASU guy. He is. Respect. He is. We will say yeah, this no one time. What your your views are on 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 anything that surrounded his life. You have yeah. to realize that. But he was a special man. He was uh, one of the few men who who lived with character and values, and and uh, and did what he believed was right. And and so any chance to uh, to kind of participate in a uh, in an event that supports him and and uh, you know the the causes that he stood for. Um, is something that you want to be a part of. I'm going to throw something at both of you guys because you just said something that immediately, as soon as you said it, uh, one name popped up in my mind, Tim Tebow. If you had to kind of do a comparison without making a comparison, what would you say about uh, the two of them, Gabe? I, I will. Oh, Gabe. Okay. And then you go ahead, Jay. But the little go ahead, Gabe. Uh, guess you're first. About, you're talking about two guys who who believe what they believe and will never apologize for it. Um, men who will not step over the line as far as ethics and, and, and morals go. And, right. and you have to tip your hat to both guys. Um, but Pat did it in a way where he wanted zero attention to the point where he would be um, bothered if he got any attention of it. When, when he enlisted, when he decided to leave the NFL to go enlist, he had a ton of media requests for it, and he turned them all down. He asked, uh, I believe it was the Rams who he was with at the time. Um, was it the Rams or the Cardinals? No, he was, was, the, he was with the Cardinals. He was with the Cardinals. Uh, the team, he asked the team to, to not release it and not really take on any sort of venues he, or interviews. He wanted no attention from this. He's, he's a man who, who does things, what he believes, does it for the right reason. Um, but doesn't doesn't want doesn't need the attention doesn't need to be patted on the back. He's just going to do what he, what he wants. Tim, on the other hand, um, he he enjoys it a little much. You know, definitely a man of, of value and, and, and virtue. Um, just hasn't uh, and 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 his his notoriety though has also stemmed from a lot of SEC honks, a lot of Florida honks. 
um, Pat's thing that that's come up is, is really just been based on on his on on the values and the way he lived his life. Is he a very good player? Absolutely. But had he um, had all this not come out, people don't really talk about Pat Tillman that much. He probably fades into obscurity until finally people realize what his story was and who he was. Uh, but Tebow, you you got a lot of other factors. You got you know the the religious side of it. The the people who are going to stand up and support him. From that angle, you got the Florida honks, the SEC honks, um, a lot of crazies that are mixed in. Well, Pat Tillman is, is just, you know, it's a good story of a man who, who lived life the right way. And, and that's actually where I was going to say, there, there's in my eyes, I knew Pat. I went to school with Pat. There's no comparison. Pat was a different... And, and, and Tim Tebow is no Pat Tillman. No, Tim Tebow is no, <laughs> no. Pat, T- Pat Tillman. And, you know, he has his beliefs and he sticks with them and that's great, but... People need to realize this. One of the reasons why he picked the Jets over Jacksonville because he, he was he was given the opportunity. No, no better place for him to get his word out than in New York. Mm-hmm. Pat, completely opposite from that. Mm-hmm. Completely opposite from that. One of it's it's funny. He was you know he was one of the most quiet dudes, introverted, always thinking, always you know. But intense as hell. Very. Oh, let me tell. I, I have a story about Pat. I love this story. It was the '96 football season. We were playing Cal at home. It was a night game. We win that game. We clinch the Rose Bowl. Go into the Rose Bowl. We clinch. There's 75,000 people storm the field. Everybody's on the field. Everybody's getting run over. Grab. Some dude jumps on Pat's back and has his arms around his neck and is shaking him and shaking him. I see this, I walk over, I take the dude, yank him by his back collar, and toss him off of Pat. Pat turns around and grabs me and is like, dude, that was the coolest thing that I've ever seen. <laughs> click, 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 all these pictures. I still have the picture right, right, right. after it happened. It was, because I, w- I was on the sidelines for all the, all the, all the games. Yeah. Um, at that time, I was with the sports marketing department. and You protected your just, guy. It was just that. The dude's hanging on his net like he's a chimpanzee. So I pulled him off and I threw it. It was just, you know, and Pat, would all, whenever I would see him, dude, you remember that day? Remember that? Oh, that's yeah. cool. Let me tell you something. I remember it. That's something I will always remember. Right on. You know, that's. Right on. It, and, and he was just, man, I get goosebumps talking about Pat. See, that? that's what I, and on, on, th- on days like this, it's good to go back, man. And I'm glad you two guys have a relationship uh, or had a relationship with him that you can come back and tell these kind of stories because um, I didn't know him, and, and I know a lot of the audience didn't, but just from what I understood, and you heard me throw out the word intensity, that's what I got back. And the one thing that got me too, guys, was when he said, I'm actually going to do this for my country, but I'm going to be with my brother. Yep. And you know, and people, we, his we brother do was this a together. great baseball player too for ASU. I mean, that just blew me away. I mean, I'm going to hang out with my brother. I mean, and that's, that's not just a special person. That's a special family. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And, and I, I want to give props to his... people being brought up just in a different mold, a mold that just, just about doesn't exist anymore. I want to give props to his ex-wife, Maria. Mm-hmm. She actually um, has been a big part of the Pat Tillman Foundation and stuff. And, you know, she, she was in the forefront of a lot of things. And she's actually, you know, as, as she is entitled to do, she has moved on and found somebody that... Um, now she is with, and he's a great guy, and you know they have a great relationship, and she has found a way to be at peace with everything. Yeah, and I think I think that's that's just great. 
I think it, I think the it's memory great. lives on, obviously, with runs like this and different things, and, and then folks like you telling the great stories. And you know, we get ready as we get ready to shut her down. Gabe, we got a couple more minutes, man. I want to get back into this weekend, this party and stuff that's going on. <laughs> I always want to go out on a Friday party, man. Mm-hmm. Kick me again. Let's let this out there. Unleash the madness, bro. What's going to be happening? This thing is supposed to be so friggin' big. Yeah. So uh, tonight's a little warm up is, is Caillou and Albert at the at Wild Night and and they're uh they're two DJs that'll be at actually at the uh, the big uh, electronic uh dance music festival in Vegas in June so they're pretty big names but tomorrow's the uh, the main event as they'd say in sports you got Data Life so uh, Data Life will be opening up at the at Wet Electric at Wet and Wild Park in Phoenix and then uh, the after parties at Wild Night, and you always know the after party is better than the actual party. So, <laughs> it's, don't it's, I know? <laughs> it's gonna yeah. be it's yeah. gonna be fun, and we're all gonna be running our rear ends off. So, uh-huh. um, it'll it'll be a good scene. Who you, handles the cleanup? Barbax. It's got to be a hell of a cleanup. <laughs> oh, it is. Trust me, we're we're there until four four thirty in the morning. Shazam! You know, made, trying to fix that place up. But uh, in fact, we have got the. You know, while Knight's talking about, uh, you know, putting in some additions and, and decor, but uh, we don't dare, we don't dare start the new decor until after this party because <laughs> there you go. it's going to get tore up. Well, I'll tell you what, Gabe, it was great having you on the show this week. Uh, Absolutely. Mark, I, I don't know if Mark's going to be back next week. It could be me and you again. I'll tell you what, if Meg is here, man, you know how I do it dirty. Well, Mark McMillan, he's with Kevin Turner right now for the uh, the charity golf with ALS. Mark is a great man. He's always doing stuff for the kids, always doing stuff for his friends. Hard-hitting radio. We'll That's be back we next it. week. Right on. Thank hey. you. Thanks, Gabe. That's how we do it. Thanks, Gabe. We some hard hitters. We some hard hitters. That's another show. Thanks again for joining Mark McMillan and Byron Evans for Hard Hitting Radio. Come back and we'll do it again next Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Network. We some hard hitters. We some hard hitters. Put them up, tighten up. We some hard hitters. Mark McMillan, my man Byron Evans. We give you for peace and the tune every Friday evening. Ain't nobody leaving. If you sports and feeling, we're bringing the cutting edge. Sports season, it is a long, show them how it's done, we're on, for some areas, sports.com.